Hello, and welcome to the end of times for the busiest people on earth. My name is Bowden Joseph. And I'm Jordan Starkey. And we are two of the busiest people you will ever meet. I am in show choir, and I take a lot of honors classes, and I live an hour away from my school and most of my activities. I play volleyball, basketball, and I run track. I also do show choir, and I play club volleyball in the spring. So I'm busy. And I also do AP classes and honors courses. So So we are two of the busiest people in the world, and you can imagine how difficult and disorienting it was for us when the world started slowly shutting down. So as I just stated, I am one of the busiest people in the world. I work two jobs, I have five siblings and four parents, so two of them live in Troy and two of them live in Louisiana and I switch between. Um, So on March 23rd, when we were on spring break and everything started getting shut down, my immediate response was, okay, I get a little break. I'm gonna take a little time for myself and I'm gonna start painting and I'm gonna do my homework and I'm gonna get my grades up and I'm gonna enjoy this time. And then by the time that it hit about May, I was like, "Ah, I got to start doing something with my life. I cannot keep doing this. I cannot keep wasting time and sleeping until noon and eating more food than I have ever eaten before in my life. So I decided to get a job. But when things started shutting down, it was just so disorienting for me because I'm the kind of person that has never had free time and doesn't really like free time because I don't know what to do with myself. I need to constantly have to like constantly be doing something, constantly achieving something, or else I feel like I'm wasting my time. And I feel like you can kind of agree with me on that when it came to things shutting down. Like, what what was your experience like? By the time school had gotten out, I my grades were terrible. I had just broken up with my boyfriend. Well, rather, he broke up with me, and I was a little sad about it, but we'll get into that later. I was excited that I was finally getting some time to relax and maybe I could see my friends more, but that was not how it planned out. I ended up staying home most of the time and having to work on my schoolwork because I was so behind from everything from the last quarter. I had stopped being as busy as I was, so I was gaining more weight than I should have because usually when I eat, I lose everything right away because I'm a tri-sport athlete and I'm always on my feet and I was starting to have chest pains. And I was like, this isn't normal for me. So we're both in show choir and we both know what a time-sucking cult it is. It is truly insane. It It is an insane thing to do because it really does go from August to May and then you get summer, unless you do all state, which is in the summer. And then you pick it up again, August to May. And when that started getting shut down, when they had to call off our last performance of the year, I know I felt like I was missing out on this amazing opportunity to go and perform the show that I loved with all these people I loved. And I just felt like I was getting cut off cold. I mean, what did that feel like for you? Going, we just didn't have a big trip that year. And we had one before, but we just were used to going somewhere and performing with everyone we loved and then we just had to say goodbye like the snap of our fingers to our seniors and to our show and it just was really like I'm not going to say life-changing because it wasn't but it kind of was because the pandemic was life-changing to us so 
it was just missing out on all of our opportunities that we could have had. Yeah, show choir is really unique in that we don't really have a senior night, but we do have this final show called Spring Sing, and it's when you you say goodbye to the people that are leaving, but really it's you're saying goodbye to that show because your show will never be done the same ever again. That show will forever be in the past, and that's a really hard thing to come to terms with that that was cut off from us, that we did not get to say goodbye to the show that we all loved so much. We didn't get to say goodbye to all of the people that we love so much, and it was really difficult and, like I said, like disorienting because this thing that you love to do and that you've poured all of this money and time and energy into is just snatched out from under you. And you really can't do anything about it because, like, public safety is in danger. And spending so much time with all those people, like, every Tuesday and Thursday night for the past eight months and just having to say goodbye to them, not even saying goodbye, just having to leave Mm -hmm. unexpectedly, it was just mind-blowing how it could happen so fast. And we learned about COVID in, like, January, and we would say that it'll never come to us. Like, it'll be away by the time we have to perform or when we're done. But it just came so fast, and we were very unexpected. So Yeah. Strange. Yes. Very strange. In the Troy School District, we got cut off in spring break. They told us, don't come back to school. It's a public health concern. We're worried about it. Do school from home. Your grades will be hold harmless. So your grades can only get better. And I was like, cool. I don't really have to do anything. I'm big chilling. You know, I was ready to just enjoy some time. But I love school. I thrive in the stress of school. I thrive in the social aspect of school. I really love being here and getting to do this. I like a schedule. I like a very tightly wound schedule when things need to get done. It helps me feel like I'm achieving things and it helps me feel structured. And they kept telling us, you know, you can come back in two weeks. You can come back in two weeks. You can come back in two weeks. And I would look forward to it. I would mark it on my calendar and I would count down the days. And it finally got to the end of summer and I, or the end of spring. And I realized like, this is just not going to happen for me. And it was really kind of gut wrenching to have to say goodbye as a sophomore and know that like, that's, that's part of my high school career. I don't get that time back. And I was the complete opposite. My grades, I was going through some like cycle of depression then from losing someone that I had loved very much, not losing, but you know what I'm saying. Um, and I was just ready to get back because I needed to fix my grades. Like I was going to have a comeback. I had already talked to myself. I was going to get everything back up and school just stopped. And I didn't know how I was going to pick it up because they were only saying we were going to be gone for two weeks. So I was fine. I was going to get everything going and I had to do everything on my own. And I didn't have any help for my teachers. So it was really just difficult for me to come back from something like that and not have school to come back to. So. Yeah, and it was also really strange, just as like a little side note, last year we did not take a single final that mattered. Nope. All not of our even final... in the winter because, because we of had our snow days. We had six snow days and we didn't take a final then, and then in spring, obviously, we didn't take any finals, and so that is just so strange to think like last year... Just didn't matter. Academically, almost didn't matter. <laughs> so strange. So strange. So as high schoolers in quarantine, Jordan and I were both in relationships. Um, I was in a very committed, I mean, pretty serious as high school relationships go, pretty serious relationship. Um, We had been dating for about six months when quarantine hit. And, 
you know it's hard especially as a high schooler and living 40 miles away from all of your friends like to keep in contact you know like I cared about him very much and we talked constantly but it was difficult because we never got to see each other and seeing each other is so much of a relationship like getting to do life together and explore and being able to just experience things together as a couple instead of experiencing them separately and then letting them in on that and I found that communication for me was really difficult and it it made my mental health kind of tank because I was like you know this person that I love so much I couldn't see him or be a part of his life or share as much as I wanted to with him because of this COVID, you know, the COVID guidelines that were put in place and because of the um, cross-county travel mandate. I was up in Pike County and he was down in Lincoln County and it was just, it was difficult to make it work. And I think we had very different experiences with our relationships, but both are extremely valid and I think pretty common. Yeah, um, me and my boyfriend at the time had been together almost a year, on and off again, and we had broken up in January before quarantine, but we were still like that high school relationship, always talking, still, you know, seeing each other, and then quarantine hit, and I was already heartbroken, and I just wanted I kind of liked it because I could be by myself and I didn't have to see my friends. They didn't have to ask me if I was okay every day. But it just ate at me alive. Like, I overthought everything. I wondered what he was doing, how he was, and I just started to gain weight. I just didn't want to do anything. I stayed in bed most of the time. I even put a blanket up over my window so the sun wouldn't come in. (laughs) That is how bad it got. Um, But quarantine just really just affected me and how much time I got to see everyone and my mental health just went down the drain at the time so yeah and like even friendship relationships suffered like I know our situations are different but like I said like me being almost an hour away from all my friends it was like you and I worked two jobs all summer like you have to almost make an appointment to see me and it all comes down to like effort and it's difficult I know that I could not make time for people and yeah and by the time like summer like technically summer even though we were already in basically summer for the past two months it came around I was trying to feel better I had gotten a new phone I got a haircut new clothes and I was trying to make myself feel better at the time I was working a new job and I just the distractions the little distractions that you couldn't have during COVID because you couldn't be out you couldn't distract yourself from anything mm-hmm. except your thoughts. So, yeah. COVID forced us to do some internal inspection and really like question like what is humanity? Like if we are not communicating with each other constantly, are we a community? And it's kind of a difficult question to grapple with as a 16, 17-year-old. Like these are not questions we should have to ask ourselves. It's just so adult for us to have to go through this type of like situation like the masks the the I don't know the trauma that we had to deal with Mm -hmm. during all of the months of it just was not childish just took away our kind of our childhood a little bit yeah I mean I was 16 but still I mean it's your high school life yeah so So much of our it feels like it was stolen by this disease which is so crazy it is so crazy. As someone who had COVID on my 17th birthday, had to quarantine for my entire family on my 17th birthday, had to miss one of the biggest show choir things of the year. I couldn't taste my birthday cake. 
I was sobbing alone in my room, like just the saddest like little sob story, but celebrating your 17th birthday alone, eating chocolate cake that you can't taste, not allowed to touch any of your family. Like it was gut-wrenching. It was so heartbreaking. And and I had friends reach out and I would try to answer, but I fell into this horrible depression where I was like, "Please just stop trying. Like it's not working anymore." And I got out of quarantine and I got back into school and I got back into a routine, but that was really difficult for me. And like you said, it felt so adult to have to deal with like, oh, there's an actual epidemic happening and I'm not allowed to touch any of my family on my birthday. That is so scary. Just so scary. So as I said, I had COVID in September and it was really hard to like maintain my grades and just like stay positive through all of that because it was so easy to just be like, you know what, I'm sick. Like I don't want to do anything, but I knew that my grades were going to tank and it was only the second month of school. So I knew that I, I had to start strong in order to finish strong and that was going to be a problem. So I, um, I just did everything that I could. I had a, like a reward system for myself. So I would watch an episode like a 20 minute episode of like Brooklyn Nine-Nine and then I would do homework and then when I finished that homework piece for a class I would watch another episode of like Brooklyn Nine-Nine or whatever and it worked really well for me because like what else are you supposed to do you've got to do exactly what you need to do to get by and I feel like that's just what a lot of this year has been just like making it work doing what you can getting by As you guys know before, I play three sports, and two of them are in the same season. And with COVID affecting us and having to wear the masks in volleyball, we had to wear these things called gaiters on our necks the whole game, and we could only take them off when we played on the court, which some people didn't follow, maybe me a little bit. But in basketball, we did not have to wear our masks, only in St. Louis County, and in track, you didn't have to wear your mask because by the time this year came around COVID has kind of gone downhill with the vaccine and that and focusing on my grades portion of it I've always been a busy person so I've had to maintain how to keep my grades at a good level so So this has been a year in review for the end of times for the busiest people alive. Um, This year has made me realize that humanity is nothing without community. We rely on each other to get through life. And it's really, life is not something that you can do on your own. It, It requires a community. You know the saying, it takes a village. So I've just come to realize how much community can really change my outlook on life and the way that I see my, I see myself and I see the world. And we just want to thank everyone for our teachers and all the people who have been there for us in our busy lives because we know we couldn't do it without them. Yeah, it takes a village. Stay positive, guys.